Welcome back to the Lion Podcast. Typically, this is a place that we bring together the world's leading experts in all things health and wellness to help you optimize your mind, body, and movement. This particular episode is somewhat of a bonus episode. We launched the Align Method Expanded Revised Version today, and this particular episode is a breakdown of Chapter 7, which specifically gets into the value and power of hanging and how to reverse effects of modernity, ultimately, on our shoulder girls. If you are a person that experiences shoulder pain, if you have limited range of motion, in particularly an overhead range of motion, then this episode is for you. We get into the ins and outs of why that's happening, how to reverse it, and get some cool quotes, cool research. And so if you are a person that has any kind of shoulder issues, this episode is for you. If you have friends, family, anyone that you care about that you would love to see them have greater longevity in the structure and function of their spine, of their shoulders, of their respiratory system, because as we collapse in and around the shoulder girls, we will also be putting undue pressure in and around our lungs and our cardiovascular system. So all of these systems are integrated. If we can open up space around our torso, open up space around our shoulders, open up space around our neck and all of the various surrounding cavities, then we will be healthier, more vital human beings. And that is what this episode is about. If you're interested in going deeper into this conversation or conversations like this one, per mention the Align Method book, the expanded revised version is out today. Very excited. I'm immensely proud of it. I'm just so stoked to share with you guys. If you share on the Instagram that you grabbed it, we will actually be giving away $250 from on it. So $250 of products from there. So send in your receipt via Instagram of yourself purchasing the book, just the, just the screenshot of the receipt. And we'll be picking someone at the beginning of next week for $250 from on it. So super exciting. And I just so greatly appreciate you guys' support along the way. All right, let's get to it on how and why to reshape the structure of our shoulder girdles with a simple ancestral habit and pattern and practice. Here we go, back to it. Let's go, chapter seven, line method book. This is going to be me recording a live podcast where I am going into the Align Method book, which is out now. If you guys are interested in checking it out, it's the expanded revised version. Um, I am so darn excited about this. I think that the cover is fantastic. I think the contents are amazing. I'm literally reading the whole entire book now, which is kind of a little maybe creepy and, and strange to read your own book. Uh, my sphincters are well clenched up as I'm reading it, and I'm literally enjoying every bit about it. I'm underlining. There's all sorts of stuff in here that I'm going to come back to. And uh, I'm just so excited about it. So I appreciate you guys sharing this moment with me. Um, so in this conversation, in this moment, uh, I'm going to break down chapter seven, which is my birthday is July 7th, 7-7. Seven, seven, you know, so maybe there's some numerological relevance to the, this random choosing of chapter seven. And the chapter is called Hanging the power of decompression. So many people, I'm going to read some expert excerpts out of here, um, but many people experience shoulder impingement syndrome or they can't get their arms up over their head. And when they do put their arms up over their head, uh, the tendency will be for them to borrow range of motion that they lack in their shoulder girdle from their lower back, exacerbating 
uh, hyperlordosis and issues around your, your lower back. So disc herniations, things of the sort, problematic. It also dumps your potential to access power. When you're continually flaring your ribs, you're creating a disconnect from your hands and your shoulders and your upper body uh, to your hips and your feet. As long as those ribs are flared open, there'll be a disconnect from your upper body to your lower body and uh, a beautiful, efficient way to start to reconnect that is to start to open up some space around the shoulders. And the way to do that, ladies and gentlemen, is to start hanging. So get yourself a pull-up bar. It's a beautiful thing. Go outside, get a, you know, find a tree branch to hang from. And the recommended dosage is 90 seconds in total each day. And uh, you can do that in any interval that you'd like. So you can do 15 seconds times six. Um, and then uh, I'm going to get into this book here now. So I'm actually read some expert excerpts out of the book. Once again, this is a podcast for people listening to the podcast. I'm also recording an Instagram live for people on the Instagram live and on a podcast. So we're going to try to do both this same time. Uh, first quote of chapter seven, hanging the power of decompression is the question of whether we descended from apes or split from apes no longer arises because it hasn't yet happened. We are apes. That comes from Richard Leakey, a hominid gang by Delta Willis. And so what that's referring to is that the, the structure of our shoulder girdle is literally built to hang. The length of the clavicle, the fact that we have short little fingernails, uh, structure of the hand form, all of that. And we'll get into that in the book. Uh, so in the book here, I'm just going to read the first, the first little section here. A key distinction between human beings and other mammals is our capacity to walk upright on two feet. The story becomes extra interesting when you ask, what the heck were we doing before that? Our earliest ancestors are believed to have diverged from the common ancestor we share with chimpanzees between 6 and 13 million years ago. A frequently held belief is that climate change shifted our ape-like grandparents away from the safety of dwelling, dwelling within the trees, covering much of Africa at the same time, out into the savannah. Other researchers believe becoming bipedal helped our ancestors keep cool in the hot African sun. This would also explain why our ancestors lost their hair from most of their bodies other than the parts that either help send olfactory signals, smell, uh, to potential mates like the genitals and armpits, or those that protect us from the sun. Like the top of the head and the eyebrows. That's right, your super cool haircut is likely more an of exaptation, a trait that has been co-opted for use other than the one for which natural selection built it, uh, which was probably evolved for sun protection or warmth on our noggins. Uh, our bodies, I'm going to read a few sections that I found to be interesting in here. Our bodies are designed to navigate through trees and mountains. A few of these traits include a short spine, particularly the lumbar spine, short fingernails instead of claws, long curved fingers well suited for grasping, reduced thumbs, uh, long forelimbs, and flexible and freely rotating wrists. So our shoulders and uh, the structure of our hands, our forearms, uh, just from a biomechanical, from a structural perspective, uh, is built more like a brachiating ape. I'm not reading out of the book right now for people listening. Um, you know, and so it, to diverge away from that and uh, kind of divorce ourselves from that innate pattern of uh, reaching up over our head, hanging off something, um, it's problematic. You know, the reason for that is that pattern, it naturally 
um, acts as a way to start to mobilize and open up spaciousness around the shoulder girdle, also open up spaciousness around the ribs and the, uh, the viscera, the guts and the spine. So when you're hanging off of a branch or a pull-up bar, you're literally... You're opening up all that space throughout the little intercostal muscles separating each rib. You're opening up spaciousness for those lungs, for that cardiovascular tissue, uh, and uh, also the space between the spine. When you divorce yourself of that, let go of that, uh, the common tendency in modern culture is to kind of collapse forward, and then we're rolling forward with our, our shoulders so we're looking at holding a cell phone or a computer perhaps in front of us, and that will roll us into that forward head posture. Um, and then it becomes uh, problematic to, to breathe, for one thing, um, to move with a mechanical efficiency if our spines are collapsed forward. And when your, your spine is collapsed forward, or anyway, it's impinged, twisted, turned, anything of the sort, it's out of a, a, a balanced, neutral position, uh, it literally, your central nervous system will remove access to your full uh, potential of power because it doesn't trust you to not get hurt. So when you can keep your spine in a decompressed, elongated position, then uh, it, your central nervous system literally begins to trust you more, which is just so darn interesting. Uh, so that's the beginning of chapter seven, hanging. There's, uh, I get into... Some research from orthopedic surgeon, Dr. John Kirsch. He refers to humans as the fifth great ape. Uh, the Kirsch Institute conducted a study in 2012 with 92 subjects suffering from chronic shoulder pain and found 90 out of 92 participants were able to return to comfortable living, living after implementing a simple daily hanging protocol. Uh, in his book, Shoulder Pain, he said the simple protocol of regular hanging along with some basic dumbbell exercises, will heal 99% of shoulder pain. And I, I simplify and break all that down in the Align Method book. There's a link, uh, the alignbook.com. People can run and grab that. If you're interested, it is out today. Very exciting. Um, this idea is referred to as Wolf's Law. Wolf's Law states that the bones grow and remodel in response to the forces that are placed upon it in a healthy person. So if you put pressure on a bone uh, or any kind of connective tissue, any part of your body, uh, then Wolf's Law states that there essentially be, there will be an electrical stimulus in that bone via pressure. Fancy term for this is called mechanotransduction, 50 cent word if you're ever on Jeopardy. And that uh, pressure, essentially, it, it stimulates like, a, like an electrical charge around that, that bone. And then what happens with that, that sends a signal to the various different cells that will either uh, structure or build that bone or uh, destructure or break that bone down. So they're called osteoclasts. Those are the breaker downer cells. And then there's osteoblasts. Those are the builder upper cells. And so essentially, you literally are like an architect of your body. It's so cool when you think about it. And so right now, I'm sitting down on the ground here. Uh, my hips are up above the height of my knees, as I recommend. Uh, that way it helps stabilize the lower back and the pelvis. And I literally, and you literally, if you're sitting down, if you're walking, if you're laying on a couch, the pressure of you pressing against your bum on the ground, you're literally creating an electrical signal and stimulus around the tissue that's coming in contact with the couch or the ground or wherever it is. And you're sending that signal to those cells inside of your body to, eat, to restructure 
um, based off of the conditions that you expose it to. Holy shit. Isn't that cool? You were always under construction 100% of the time. It's crazy. Um, okay, so anatomical bit, reading out of the book again. Uh, so, okay, let me play anatom anatomy professor for just a minute so I can fully explain why hanging is actually an incredibly important part of realigning your body and returning your strength to its intended level. So this is kind of the, the specific anatomy of what's happening in the shoulder girdle uh, during hanging. Hanging creates space within the coracoacromial arch, also known as the CA arch, a curved structure in the shoulder that overlies the rotator cuff tendons and includes the coracoacromial ligament. Impingement here is very likely why you may find it painful or challenging to raise your arms straight above your head without swaying your low back forward, resulting in low back issues. That's right, your low back thing may actually be a shoulder thing and vice versa. Hanging stretches the CA arch, coracoacromial arch, expanding the subacromial space, resulting in decompression of these tissues. Our shoulders get stiff and stuck in forward flexion and regular hanging can not only relieve pain, but literally reshape your postural patterns, changing not only the way you look, but also the way you think and feel as explained in chapter one. Chapter one, it's called posture and personality, gets all into the way that our postural patterns also impact the way that we think, the way we feel, and the way that we produce ourselves at uh, not just a hormonal level, uh, but also the way that we access memories and things of the sort. Um, so there's some bits. I don't know if I'm going to read this whole thing. I'll just read this. So this comes from John Gibbon and Jeremiah Scherfus uh, in the book, The First Chimpanzee in Search of Human Origin. So coming back to this idea that our shoulders are very um, ape-like. Uh, by contrast to monkeys, the collarbone of apes, and of course man, is longer and helps to keep the shoulder away from the chest. The shoulder is much freer and can move in all sorts of ways. It isn't much of an effort for you to scratch your right ear with your left hand from behind your head. But no monkey can do that. As unnecessary emphasis. I don't know why I'm getting so excited. This cluster of adaptations that allows movement by arm swinging or brachiation, as it's called, is a property only of the apes, gibbons, orangutans, gorillas, chimpanzees, and men. Fun fact, not included in the book, silverback, silverback gorillas, I believe, are one of the most aggressive primates with the smallest cocks. Didn't include that in the book. Um, then I include some basic steps on how people can start to uh, develop their own hanging. If hanging is too much for you, so in here I have baby steps. So I've got a picture of my sh cleanly shaven self um, hanging uh, with resistance bands and then also using a chair. So it's just getting your arms up over your head is the big thing. So if hanging for people listening uh, is challenging, then it's the practice of getting the arms up over the head. Something that you could do is get your arms on a chair so, uh, and then you'll hinge your hips back, kind of like a good morning position, reach your arms up overhead and then bring yourself down until your arms are connecting in and against that chair. And then you're going to slowly press your, your hands down against that chair. Hold that for about five seconds. This is called a PNF stretch or contract, relax, uh, and press that down. Hold for five, four, three, two, one, and then take a deep breath in oh, and then exhale. And you'll find yourself able to go deeper into that stretch or get a little bit more overhead flexion out of uh, you know, a little more range of motion out of your shoulders, which is just great. 
tips for hanging at home, um, get a really solid grip. Grip strength is gonna be immensely valuable anytime you wanna be strong. So grip strength, uh, squeezing down in your hands, you can do this at home right now. Uh, you try to squeeze a little bit and you'll feel that contraction kind of going up the forearm a little bit. If you squeeze a little bit harder, you might feel uh, your shoulders engage, you might feel your torso come online a little bit. Now squeeze your hand as hard as you possibly can. What you'll notice is your whole body will start to come online. Uh, so the 50 cent term for this is referred to as irradiation. And essentially what that, what that indicates is that through contraction, when we, when we have a, a greater contraction, it potentiates the motor units or the cells that engage our muscles to come online. So when you squeeze more, it's like it creates more of like a like an electrical charge, almost like a like a, a bigger lightning storm throughout your nervous system, and more of your muscle tissue can engage through that greater contraction. Erady mother flicking flipping Asian. Uh, other tip, hanging pointer from the book, is uh, break the bar. So when you're hanging, just like they might teach you with squatting. Uh, you're going to screw your feet into the ground, create that external rotation of the hips, activate the glutes, create torque in the hips. Uh, Kelly Starrett calls that. Um, if you're bench pressing, you'll break the bar as well, activating that posterior side of the shoulder girdle. When you're hanging, you can play with, boom, actually try and see if you can break that bar in half so your hands are going into external rotation. Uh, for people listening, you can check out the YouTube video and uh, you'll see me doing all these gestures and such. What that does is it, once again, it's it's that irradiation concept. You're turning on more of your body. Your body will be dramatically stronger when you use more of your body. Uh, there's also been some research with this with, with bite strength. If you can bite down, maybe get like a mouthpiece or something of the sort, that's gonna be helpful. Uh, you know, squeeze your, squeeze your glutes, point your toes, go into a hollow position, break the bar, squeeze it tight. All of that stuff are, are hacks of sorts to derive greater amounts of strength from that sweet, sultry body of yours. Oh my God, my foot's falling asleep. Um, stronger shoulders, stronger fingers make stronger shoulders, uh, engage the belly, hollow position. So that's what I was saying. So you want your ribs to be tucked towards uh, your uh, hips. So when you are in a hanging position or just standing around in, in, in general, uh, bring your uh, a beautiful cue is to tuck your your ribs down towards your hips. Uh, a cue that I jokingly say with people is is uh, dick to chin. So bring your chin down, bring your ribs down, all that stuff down towards the hips. Dick to chin. Remember dick to chin. If you don't have a uh, a uh, oh, oh, a male genitalia, then you can come up with another phrase that hopefully rhymes uh callousness so this is a really interesting thing a lot of people protect themselves from becoming callous it's the next section you are so callous so we called it trying to be clever um calluses are, are really important uh calluses are are an indication that you actually have healthy skin so your skin is a continuation of your kinetic chain of movement so if there is a limitation in the strength and durability of your skin, then that will limit you in whatever you're trying to do. If you're trying to pick something heavy up off of the ground, or if you're trying to pull a rope, if whatever it may be, you can have the biggest, sickest biceps or lats or rhomboids or whatever. 
if your skin can't handle the task, doesn't have the durability for it, then you're weak, you're limited. And so that's one of the issues with a lot of kind of more um, specific like bodybuilding style workouts. If you're really isolating all the parts, I mean, you are never, you're, you've 640 odd muscles in your body. Uh, I think it's like 360 joints. Like you're never going to be able to organize that yourself. Like you need to self-organize. And when you're trying to isolate all those specific parts, um, it becomes complicated. When it's valuable to isolate specific parts is when you have a some type of muscular imbalance happening and you are isolating specific inhibited muscles in order to get them back up to speed uh, for you to be... Uh, for them to, to, to not get um, to not get left out when you're going through some type of movement pattern. So uh, an example of that, like or a metaphor that I like with that is think of like dogs. If you have a pack of dogs, say you have four dogs, right? So four dogs, that's also, say maybe you have four muscle bellies, you have four quads, maybe you have four rotator cuff muscles, you know, you know, different portions, or maybe there's some like complex movement that involves various different muscles. Each muscle that's involved in that movement, you could consider that a dog. So you've got some dogs. If there's three dogs that are huge and one dog that has not eaten for months and it's kind of thin and scrawny and uh, what's going to happen is when the food comes out, those big dogs will take all of the food and then that little dog will continue to be inhibited from musculoskeletal terms or a scrawny runt from dog terms. And so that's when specific rehabilitatory exercises and kind of more like, like site-specific exercises actually are incredibly valuable to get the overall body up to snuff. Uh, so I'm going to read a paragraph out of the Eli Method book here about the skin. The skin of your palms and feet, known as glabrous skin, smooth and hairless, rigid skin and or thick skin, is built for friction. Uh, the rough calloused skin that shows up after activities like hanging is thought by many to be dead skin, but it's quite the opposite. It has increased circulation and tissue has formed a cross link pattern, which make or making it more durable to protect against future damage. Spending time working with your hands essentially makes your hands smarter, stronger, and more durable. That's important. Think about that. Callous those hands, important. Uh, and callous them with equal distribution throughout the whole thing. If you're just getting callous in like one specific part, that's kind of weird too, because then they, that might kind of blow out that specific callus and have a whole other issue. So doing rough stuff with your body and your skin is, is valuable. Uh, all right, we'll wrap this up very soon. Uh, next section is called Get a Grip, and it's about how grip strength is associated to cardiovascular function. So I'm going to read a little bit out of here. It turns out a lack of grip strength is associated with heart attacks, stroke, and cardiovascular disease. Three of the top five biggest killers in the United States. As a part of the International Prospective Urban and Rural Epidemiological, epidemiological uh, Study, researchers calculated uh, grip strength using a dynamometer for almost 140,000 people from 17 countries and observed their health for an average of four years after. Here's where it gets creepy. They found each 11-pound increase in grip strength to be associated with 17% higher risk of dying 
from heart disease, 9% higher risk of stroke, 7% higher risk of heart attack, and 16% higher risk of dying from any cause, all-cause mortality. Grip strength was an even better predictor of death or cardiovascular disease than blood pressure. That's cool. Uh, grip strength is better developed holistically by doing manual work that involves grabbing, pulling, climbing, or hanging. That's right. It's better to actually do activities involving grip strength than trying to hack your heart health by isolating uh, your muscles and crushing cans. That's something that happens oftentimes when we hear about specific studies like that. The research is thing like grip strength, which is an indication that you're doing meaningful things, meaning, phys meaning physical things with your body. And uh, so then we end up just strengthening that muscle itself, thinking that's the thing that is uh, associated. It's typically not, not uh, the cause. Uh, last little bit, spinal decompression. Why hanging is really good for your spine. Low back pain caused by musculoskeletal conditions costs Americans more than $100 billion each year. And more than 80% of people will experience back pain in their lives. $100 billion a year, and 80% of us will experience back pain. A big part of that is um, because we are de we are compressed. Um, so hanging, one of the most beautiful things you can do. So here's my protocol. People, get yourself a pull-up bar. We're going to wrap this thing up because I want to keep this uh, podcast episode short. Uh, but get yourself a pull-up bar and hang that thing in a place that you commonly walk through with regularity, office, bedroom, whatever, or just walk outside and uh, spend 90 seconds in total each day. So that could be 15 seconds, six times a day, or you know, just whatever, whatever works for you. Just put that thing in your visual field so you can see it, and it's inviting you to start getting your arms up over your head and remembering why that's valuable. It's opening up that space uh, in the, the, called the, the coracoacromial arch, that space in the shoulder girdle that commonly gets impinged, especially if the shoulders are elevated or medially rotated. That will shorten that space, and then that will limit your capacity to go into overhead range of motion. So hanging, simple hanging, uh, is going to be the most potent tool that people can utilize to start to open up that space. As you're doing that, you're opening up space around the ribs, you're opening up space around the cardiovascular tissue, around the lungs, and uh, decompressing the spine. So all those little collagenous hockey pucks of, of discs in between each vertebra, they can breathe and rehydrate. Um, as you're doing that, tuck the ribs, hollow belly, hollow body position is a beautiful cue. Uh, you can point those toes, make it pretty. If that's hard, you can put a resistance band under your feet. And um, I think that's it. That's all. Uh, we have more exercises in the Align Method book, which is out today. It's very exciting. The expanded revised version, even if you got the first version, um, this version, I'm like so immensely proud of it. I think it's the coolest thing that I've ever done for sure. And it's got literally, as far as a gift to give someone that you care about the structure and function of their body or their longevity, just somebody that you care about um, and you just want them to be healthier, uh, hands down, bar none, um, I'm very proud to say that that this would be the book that I would give them. So I'm very grateful for y'all's support along the way. <sighs> Thealignbook.com is the place to grab it. It's on Amazon or bookstores or whatever. It is the uh, paperback version. So if you just go to Amazon and write Align Method, make sure you click paperback. That is the revised expanded version. It'll get to your place in a couple of days. And um, I think that's it. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
and uh, over and